0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to Silhouette Zero Season Three, Kachak Crusaders. I'm your host and GM, Chris Ng, and this is the brother of the player, Matt. Hi! Right. So last time, junior grade scoundrel Kaz Kachak attempted to scoundrel his way through his first scoundreling. Uh, it went okay. You think? Maybe yeah. you got played? Question mark. Not sure. But right now, you're at the Palace of crimini the Hut where you are at a bump-in party the night before the Bunta Eve race. You are trying to get to the trophy, which has the uh, encoded transmission receiver built inside of it. Maharo Third had tickets, as it turned out, and so he's been schmoozing. Your new friend, Jose Ordo, has been standing awkwardly at the wall, uh, not really talking to anybody. And uh, you made contact with Bella. You helped her out with a thing. You met Diamond, who you believe is a fuser and uh that's where we are right now except we swoop over and across to the upper levels of the palace where a familiar esteemed figurehead of the pod racing circuit is making his grand entrance in his resplendent robes and jinko's there too the droid walks ahead of you into the upper level the downstairs level is obviously the partier spot this is where the business is being done uh, and the droid sort of formally announced mr con click and friend friend yeah your friend is that you didn't, okay you didn't, I, I guess that's all right i don't i don't know what i was expecting what my 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 ward my bodyguard well my name but then again i don't really want my name around the huts hey that was very considerate of you you thought ahead yeah you're welcome geez see what happens when i work ahead wait a minute holleray made the thought ahead huh holleray did the thinking ahead no holleray is too busy with the school and ignoring my calls (laughs) you haven't called her i tried so the one thing that holleray did tell you was that uh one of the commissioners wants to talk to you and uh Victor Vimthrottle's representation because they're mad about the last race that went down but you could ignore that if you want or you could go see whoever you want or Cramini the Hut is actually up here so whatever you want to do um, I'll actually go deal with the commissioner did I say anything about the commissioner last time? I don't think I did or the GM I'm here for chuckles <laughs> I'm guessing the commissioner is probably an ex pod racer isn't he yeah it's got to be somebody that was like one generation ahead of click you know like he retired just as click was coming up the ranks uh-huh uh i'm gonna say hmm trying to remember oh it's got to be a Doug. it's a Doug. yeah it's a Doug. oh god <laughs> uh kind of scruffy looking guy if if you could imagine the Doug version of a bald man a burly bald man with a beard that's what you've got going on here He's wearing a nice suit, but, you know, he's still pretty rough and tumble around the edges. It uh, looks like he could get into a fight and handle himself well if he had to. Not unlike yourself, I suppose. Uh, and his name is uh, Grattery. How do you approach? Grattery, you old so-and-so. <laughs> I like that's that his default greeting these days. <sighs> nah, click. How you doing, friend? He gives you a far too hard handshake. Using, like, his actual arm. Huh. <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> See, you still haven't given up on the hands and feet thing. <laughs> well, you know, like to keep people on their toes. Get it? Ah. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking these days? Whatever's free. Waves over, droid comes by, hands you something. So look, what's this business about Vim Throttle's people getting their bee in a bonnet? Well, Vim Throttle wanted us to cheat the race. (laughs) Huh, figures. And then also the race was interrupted by, you know, my daughter crashing her starfighter into my planet. (sighs) Nah, I mean, I heard there was an accident, but I didn't hear the details. Is she all right? Uh, She's stable. Let's just put it that way, huh? Oh, jeez, Click, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was all personal and familial. Anyway, I'll, I'll tell them throttles people to go take a hike. Yeah, you should. He's an awful pod racer anyway. Yeah, but you know, we don't get a lot of humans these days. Well, maybe they should learn how to race better. Yeah. Look, Grattery, 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 hold on, hold on. You know as well as I do, it's for the kid's own safety. We make If we make this race easier, we're not going to make every race easier for him. Then what's going to happen? Hey, hey, I am never going to ask you to compromise your integrity at your racetrack, okay? Let's get that clear. I'm just saying, we could have cut him a break, get more human eyes on the circuit, humans are the market these days. Look, all we have to do is make it some sort of great challenge, okay? Change the marketing around. Say, will you be the first one to succeed? Where all these others have failed? Come on, the humans love that sort of crift. Hmm. Or a cart, hmm. yeah, well, like a human contest, like a reality show contest for the first human racer in the league. Yeah, hmm. and then we can set up, you know, easy runs first, and then build it up. And by the end of the season, they can try my course. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's not a bad idea. At the very least, they will get more humans watching, and even if none of them make it. Well, you got those uh, training courses and those uh, pod race designers on uh, old Kanto Bite, don't you? Of course I do. You know what? I, I want to let have- him leave. <laughs> <laughs> I have my people set up a meeting with Holleray. Uh, you know, after the first couple of races of the circuit, I'm going to head over to you. We're going to talk this out. Maybe we can set something up on the planet. Sounds good. I'll even give you a discount on some rooms, huh? <laughs> uh, of course you would charge me, you old son. <laughs> well, look, glad we got the vat figured out. If you see Vim Throttles people, just ignore them. I'll, I'll have right. from here. Usually do. So he, he wanders off to go schmooze some more. Hey, that, that was some pretty smooth dealing and wheeling there. I'm the king president of a planet, Jinko. I think I know how to politic. Ooh, let's not call yourself King President. I don't think that's going to play well with the people if that one got out. Fine, mayor. Is that what we're going with? I forget. It's what you've been for the last 12 years? Yeah, well, I, I toy around with a lot of ideas. Sometimes never forget what's real. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go. Um, I can't think of a good pun. Let's go talk to the hut. <laughs> you approach Krimi the Hut. Hut. Hey, he's a hut. There's a uh, translation droid there. Ah, great and mighty and extremely generous Acrimonie the hide. A pleasure as always. I've never met him before, Trinko. <laughs> Are you sure I think you might have? Have I? I don't know. Roll uh, jeez. Knowledge underworld. Two purple. Okay, three green versus two purple. Failure but two advantages. You have not met him before. Oh, oh, oh. Di pontaso monte. The great crimini the Hutt is here to welcome you to his palace. Your reputation precedes you. Uh, thank you. Always a great honor to be recognized by the huts <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> you know, just <there's> Jinko. <laughs> mm, yeah, great. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Lord crimini wants to know what it is he can do for you here on this fine day. Oh, nothing, nothing. I'm just here for the race. Wanted to, you know, introduce myself. I, of course, am very interested in, in pod racing. Lord Kramini says he wants to know what you think of his prime racer, Sheet Tank. Mm, what's he know about, about the racer? Hmm. Uh, roll knowledge. Well, well, how, pod pod no, racing. <laughs> you, you tell me, though. How how renowned is, is their pod racer? He's not. But you probably know it because... As mentioned previously, this is a pre-purchase prefab pod racer that was probably from Kanto Byte. So depending on how with it click is on, like, does he have a short list of people with like, if we get a deal from them, I want to be alerted. Um, Not necessarily about like alerts for deals and stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, but he's probably like, he probably does get told when there's, you know, new up and comers. Okay. So, she take would be, he did pass the, uh, the trial run, like the proving grounds, mm. the flight of the mm-hmm. ghost squadron, it wasn't an impressive time, just a mediocre time, um, and, you know, your sense of him is that he's an up and comer. He might do middling throughout his career, might have a couple of good races, and then, you know, retire on some, uh, endorsement deal for like prefabricated houses. Well, sir, I would say he's in the next Rush (laughs) Rinitar. Lord Kramini says that he agrees with your estimation and that he doesn't hold his own adopted son in too high esteem. (laughs) I mean, he passed, you know, he did okay. I've definitely seen a lot worse. Just, I haven't been impressed yet. Now that can change. Any racer can have a good day, but, uh, eh. Lord Cromini says that he agrees with you because, at the end, pod racing's interesting because it's based on your merits, not on who you know. And while he appreciates that his son is trying to prove his own merits, it will be the race that determines whether or not he has anything to be merited of. I very much agree with that viewpoint. Uh, Lord Cromini says that, You are his esteemed guest while you are here, and if you need anything, just let one of the servants know. Sure, of course. Thank you. And uh, if you ever want to see, you know, how the burger is made, come on down to Bite sometime, huh? I'll show you a good time. Jinko is nudging you. Hmm? A trophy. A trophy. Oh, yeah. Hey, what are we using for the trophy this year? Lord Cremie says it's the same trophy we use every year. Come on, can't fool me. Everyone knows at least thirty percent of the time the winner steals the trophy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Lord Gramine says he had a new one fashioned this year from a very skilled boffin, uh, very skilled boffin chart. craftsman, made out of rare Talarian glass. Very pretty stuff. Whoa! I don't suppose uh, I could get a little behind-the-curtain view, huh? Yeah. Lord Cremini apologizes, but he can't let you do that because of the security risks behind it. Everyone's wanting a piece peek behind the curtain, you know. Totally get it, you know. But I wouldn't be con and if I didn't take a shot, huh? Oh, he does oh, oh. like his little finger guns. <laughs> Lord Cremini says that right before the race tomorrow, you'll be able to see it, and if you want to join him in his private box, you can get a closer look then. Oh, that'd be lovely. Thank you. And like I said, say anything you ever need. Just, you know, call click. You excuse yourself from Lord Cremini's presence. Jinko looks visibly relieved. <laughs> Ugh. I don't oh, know my. what your problem is with, with the huts. They're always so pleasant. They're pleasant with you because you are rich and you own a planet. Right? And? I don't even... My debt's been paid off for years. I don't know why I still get so nervous. hmm could you racist? Oh, well, uh, ugh. Stop. <laughs> when one race has enslaved your planet for years, I don't know if that's a really a fair compromise. You know what? Never mind. That's a question for the um, ethicalists. <laughs> yeah, we'll let the people at the university figure it out when they finish building it. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, I mean, we've got the opportunity for tomorrow, but... Uh, yeah, no, we're not gonna wait till tomorrow. Come on! I, I didn't think so. In front of everyone, and after someone wins, no way. Okay, let's start looking around. Cut back to Kaz. Maharo the Third, Jose Ordo. You're all still standing at the edge of the party. Maharo just finished saying, "Well, we could go talk to Porcini. He's the guy in charge of security." Hmm. Well, what do you think our chances are? Well, I don't know. You're the one making friends with all of the huts. I'm not making friends with huts. Well, I mean, Bella is an adopted hut, so yeah, you kind of are. I don't think it works like that. Yeah, well, I mean, like the hut isn't like the hut part isn't a title. It's it's well, partially a title, but it's also what they are. Yeah, we don't call you Kaz the Chandra fan. No, but it's it- like if. If if Cremini died, and like, let's say Bella took over, she wouldn't be Bella the Hut, right? Oh uh, well, I mean, this is pretty unusual for a Hut to adopt non-Huts to begin with. I'm not really sure what the heck would happen. Yeah, so why are you trying to school me on it, huh? I'm just Man. saying, you're da- you're playing with some dangerous people. You brought us to a party full of dangerous people. Well, I didn't know you're gonna make friends so quickly. Fine, I will be a little less sociable. Can we stop doing this and maybe um, make a move? Because I don't think we're going to get anywhere. Just standing here at the dance floor. I'm not just standing here. I'm kind of dancing and grooving a little bit. (laughs) But point taken. Fine, let's go find uh, your security guy. Porcini? All right, let's do it. Maharo has to grease some palms, but he finds out uh, Porcini is on the outer balcony that's uh, outside the dance floor area. It's where, you know, you would go to get some fresh air, although it's how fresh can Tatooine air be. Um, Probably fresh, just dry. It's not a trash uh, planet. You're not an Ord Mantell. That's true. And to, you know, have a quick, quiet conversation with people because the music is a little bit more muffled out here. You can see it's a um, Rodian with a big, like, security apparatus on his head, and he's got, like, you know, computer things on his arms, and he's, like, constantly checking the feeds on everything. Oh, man. He's like Bino. <laughs> Who? Bino, you know, a friend of mine on Back Home. Oh, you're right. How could I forget your friends? You're awfully uh, punchy right now. Are you okay? Do you need a snack or hey, something? Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe I need no hors d'oeuvre. Is your friend Bino, like, uh, nice? Yeah, he's very nice, just little too into the job, you know? Uh, wrong. I get ya. Trying to prove himself. Like you. You're a little no, too into the job, too. No, Let's no, go. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you approach uh, Porcini. turns around. Uh, can I help you guys? Porcini, how's it going? Um, Fine. Do I know you? Not yet. How would you like to make a new friend? Because I have heard the absolutely best things about you. Uh, well, I, I gotta tell you about... Uh, kind of busy running security right now. It's a club. Look, there's no such thing as a perfect night in terms of security at a club, right? Yeah, that's why I need to be double vigilant. Look, if you go too hard, you harsh the vibe. Just, you know, coast it out. Yeah, uh, vibe check, man. Vibe check. (laughs) When did you learn that phrase? Dude, I work at high school. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, all right, I, I guess there's really not harm in having a conversation. Um, hi, I am Porcini. Nice to meet you. Have uh, you met Maharo the Third? Hey, what's going on? It's me, Maharo the Third. Nice to meet you. Mine um, from the Hollow Net in person. Oh, right. Yeah, I think uh, I think my little sister watches you sometimes. Well, great. Always nice to meet the sibling of a friend. <laughs> Man, this is sizzling. Hey, how about I get you a drink or something? Oh, no, I cannot possibly drink on the job. I'm not saying, like, go hard. Just, you know, a little bit of ale. No, I'm not really comfortable with that. Also, why are you guys interested in talking to me? So is Porcini one of the huts? like, another adopted? Correct. Oh, well, I mean, I was hanging out with Bella earlier, and she was saying good things about you. And He looks uh, a real deception. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I-, I knew the risk uh, of this. Oh. <laughs> I need like the appropriate stat block. Nemesis. <laughs> uh, red and two purple. Never any blacks. Okay, two green and a yellow versus two purple and a red. One success. You looked shocked. Really? Bella was saying nice things about me. Well, you know how it is. As nice as a, a sibling can be. How did I even come up in conversation? She doesn't hardly pay attention to me her i'm more like one of the employees well we we're just talking about you know uh the transplanted family tree as it were uh-huh so you know that's that, you're part of that that's how you come up yeah well she would talk about it since she's the one that benefits the most from it oh really what do you mean well she's definitely at the top of the pecking order around here really oh yeah don't let anybody fool you and they'll but, say I mean, that's you know probably chanterelle or moral but it's it's by the end of the day, anyone wants to talk to Kramini and get their way, Bella's always going to win. How oh, weird. I mean, she plays like thug, and you're, like, actually trying to preserve the assets. I think Kramini appreciates her innovations, you know? I think he's looking for an heir, and the is not going to be the guy who likes to follow the rules. Well, kinda. You want the guy that—I mean, if the rules are the ones you make— yeah, I don't know. It's fine with me if she wants to be top. I don't think I could hang uh, handle all the hut political games. Yeah, you guys kind of roll weird. <laughs> nah, you're telling me. So how? I mean, to be honest, I was kind of afraid to ask her this question. I feel kind of safe with you. How did you guys all get end up with you know community the hut? Well, each each person's story is a little bit different. But uh, the short version is for some reason, Kramini can't have an heir of his own. I don't know if he just isn't interested in mating or some sort of, you know, medical condition going on or whatever, but he's done pretty well for himself in the last 15, 20 years. And I don't think people were expecting that out of him, you know? Mm hmm. Um, and so he found himself with suddenly a need to have a legacy and just started picking up strays that he found useful anyone that kind of caught his eye wasn't attached to a family and had demonstrated some sort of quality suddenly became one of his children how many did he end up adopting 12 wow yeah you're telling me i don't think you need 12 heirs well that's the hot way of things make sure that we all know how to backstab each other that sounds exhausting are you exhausted I'm always exhausted. You'd think that being head of security would give me an edge in all of this nonsense, but it clearly doesn't. Because not only do I got to deal with them, I got to deal with the actual outside threats that are trying to hit all of us. Like other Do You know how hard it is to try to betray someone while you're also trying to keep them safe from assassins? Huh. That sounds really hard. I almost feel like it'd be easier just to let the assassin win. But then yeah. it would be a failing on your part and you can't do that. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> and, uh, you know who made sure I got this job? Bella. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful with her. She's really crafty. On the plus side, that means she thought you were an actual threat if she needed to keep you that occupied and tired. Yeah, I guess. One way of putting it. So if she becomes the, you know, new, new head around here, would you just keep working for her or would you just space off? uh you know i just try to take it one day at a time i don't think uh even if i could come up with a backup plan i'm sure she'd figure it out beforehand i don't know if i would be her right hand man or the first one sent to the rancor pit whoa you guys have a rancor yeah you know java had one like 30 years ago now everybody's gotta have a rancor you know how hard it is to keep a rancor happy on Tatooine. they do not like the dry heat really yeah more of like a swampy creature what? Why, why would people try to keep one here? That sounds super hard. Yeah, I'm telling you, it wasn't fun, still not fun. I think ours did, is going to die soon. Did you have to catch it? No, 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 we, we hired someone for that, but... Can I see it? <laughs> you want to see the Rancor? Yeah, come on, how often do I get to see a Rancor? Charm, two purple. Uh, a blue because you're just so charming and you've had a good conversation. A black because he's just naturally suspicious. Okay, so two green, a blue versus two purple and a black. Failure and two threats. Yeah, there's you don't want to see the rancor. And there's no way I could take you all the way down there into the dungeon. It's just, yeah, I, I can't do that right now. Maybe tomorrow. Okay, no worries. Where's Maharo? He's... uh. I mean, where do you want him to be? He could have just been standing there if you want, or if you wanted him to drift off and go chat. That's just no, I wanted him to be here to like chime in and participate. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's here. Um, he looks confused, like he's not sure why you were asking Cozy the Rancor. Anyway, you know, m- may I? Can can I interject here? It's a conversation. You can just talk. Uh, uh Yeah. Um. <laughs> here's the thing. We really want to see the trophy. (laughs) Oh, come on. Now you're going to make us look like tourists. Uh, The trophy. Why do you want to see the trophy? (laughs) Well, we just need to look. I'm from Kanto Bite. Okay. Not Kanto Bite, from Kanto Bite. Do you know that place? Uh, Let me roll that. Uh, Let's see. No knowledge, outer rim, or anything. So two green, uh, two purple. Value advantage. Um. No, sorry. It sounds important, though. Well, it's basically like the center of the resurgence of pod racing. Oh, oh, oh! That's cool. It's like that's all the planet does is purely pod racing. In fact, that's how you become the leader of the planet. Uh huh. It's called the mayoral race. <laughs> oh, it happens every, once every twelve years. Wow, well, um, uh, pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah. So, you know, I've grown up listening to the whole Boonta Eve thing and I gotta see how good your trophies are because this thing is supposed to be huge yeah and I mean think about my viewership if I get a little uh, you know pre-show look at it and put it up on the feed your, your sister would probably love that huh? and of what's, course what's we, we won't mention you if you don't want him to because we know you know security is your thing what am I going to get out of this What do you want out of this? Hmm. I want to know what Bella's planning. I know she's planning something. What did I help her with anyway? I forget. You went to sabotage. She takes, uh, pod. Ah, yeah. And then you stunned Porta. Hold on. I gotta write some of these people down. Oh, I can give you all sorts of information on that. All right. Let's do negotiation. Oof. Okay. (laughs) Um, Maharo has two yellow... Sweet. That he can, that you can borrow, okay. And let's see. I'm just want to make sure. Okay, so it's gonna be against his negotiation, which is a. So it's two purple. Okay, so two yellow versus, actually, two yellow and a blue versus two purple. Since Kaz doesn't have any ranks in it, so she's correct, blue. Uh, three success and a threat. All right, tell me what you know. I'll take you up. Bella was sabotaging. She takes Pod. What? No, he goes blip, 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 blip on his, like, little thing. Blip, mm-hmm. blip, 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 blip. Oh, she looped the feed. Ah, oh, she's so tricky. And if you want, I can tell you how to fix it, too. Really? I'm the one that sabotaged it. Why would you do that? I was trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you telling me? Because this is how good bargains work. It's a show of good faith. Come on. Blip, 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 blip. Hmm. What did you set the pod to do? Oh, it just wouldn't start. Nothing dangerous. When it would start. buy a few seconds. It'd buy him a few seconds to fix it. Hmm. It's an easy fix, but it's also really easy to overlook. Well, yeah. You know, during, during prelims. Forgive me for this, but I'm gonna have to make sure that you're not lying to me about this pod. And you realize that four figures have emerged and are like slowly surrounding you. Oh, man. If you have any weapons, I'm going to have to ask you to put them down. Are you going to keep your end of the deal, though? Well, I'll think about it. Oof. Kind of oh hot, my, are you? All right, that's it. <laughs> Roll initiative. Okay, let's see. Uh, blank. Okay, <laughs> yellow and green for Joza. Triumph and three success. Two green for Maharo. One success. Okay, and I will roll the baddies here real quick. PC, NPC, PC, NPC, PC. Josa gets a triumph as well. Uh, So who should go first? Probably Josa. Okay, so she goes, that's it. And in one rapid swipe, she brings the blade across his face and rips the entire... Uh, security band off of his head <laughs> it unplugs from the gauntlets and so his ability to communicate with the rest of the security team is completely taken out and that is her triumph for that role it's a good triumph um, and now she is going to attack so her melee is three yellow at one green oh um real quick uh-huh I forgot something I'm gonna take a strain for Kaz. Uh uh-huh. So I, I always forget he has this, but he has rapid reaction. Okay. So I can take a strain equal to the number of ranks in it to add successes to Vigilance or Cool during uh, initiative order. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll push... So there's a... So then the security guys will go last. Yeah. Okay, cool. So she brings the family sword across, uh, brings it down to her hip, and is going to strike again. It is three yellow and a green against two purple. I guess she hasn't done anything else, so I will give her a blue for aiming. A success and five advantages. What's the crit on the sword? Well, you should know because you built it. (laughs) Uh, For those of you who it's where it's been a while, the Ordo clan family sword was uh, very carefully constructed by Matt in his maximum min-maxing brain and here are its qualities defensive one pierce four vicious one monomolecular edge which decreases crit by one two quality pierce one so it only takes one it only takes one uh, advantage to activate the, the crit so that means this is going to be a crit with plus 40% unless you want to do something else with the advantages isn't it vicious? oh you're right so it's actually plus 50% right doesn't vicious add 10 you're right (laughs) (laughs) I told you you told me to make you a ridiculous (laughs) character and that's what you get alright here we go Uh, 48 plus 50 is 98 I don't think that one's super good were we disappointed by a 98 before I just feel like for some reason the higher levels weren't very good uh oof Ninety-eight, crippled, limb crippled until healed or replaced, increases all difficulty checks that use that limb by one purple. <laughs> um, are we Star Warsing it? Are we chopping off an arm? Of course we are. <laughs> he yells as his right arm is mostly severed now. My <laughs> was like, oh jeez. Hi, Griff. Um, I guess it's... Well, I'm going to say he's stunned into non-action, so the guards are now going to move. <laughs> now, unfortunately for them, logically, if you are watching your boss getting his arm cut off, I assume you would probably shoot that person. Makes sense. So they all pull their blaster pistols. Uh, aim right at Joza and fire. So it's going to be two yellow and a green for their current minion state. It is normally one purple because they're in short range, but it is one red because she is engaged with mm-hmm. um, with old Porcini here. So here we go. A success and three advantages. That's question. not good for them. <laughs> what is your question? Can I flip a light side to have her do her power? Well, here's the thing. The, the blaster bolts get absorbed automatically no matter what. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so... <laughs> So basically, she now has a charge in which you could use her force power to punch. Right. On her turn. Right. Um, The advantages are that they are noticing their blaster bolts aren't doing anything. (laughs) One of them goes, she's got some kind of personal shield. It's a PC turn. Um, I'll go next. Caswell. So incidental quick draw, which is super useful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, man. Those guys already acted. Okay. So I can't. Can't quick strike them. Um, Are they a minion group then? They are. Okay. um, I'm going to try to... I'm just going to shoot them. Do it. Do it. Now, I'm at one purple, right? Yeah. Everyone's in close range. Cool. That's going to be two yellow, green. Going to aim. And then one purple. Uh, Four success and an advantage. Nice. How much damage does your blaster do? Uh, Base six. So ten. One of them goes down. So describe it. They are also Rodians, these uh, thugs. Uh, so they they unload their blasters at Josa. She gets hit, quote unquote. Um, Kaz, b- because basically she probably had her back to them because she was attacking uh, Porcini. Mm-hmm. So she gets shot in the back a bunch of times. Nothing happens. Kaz sees that. He turns and he like ducks under her arm because, you know, he's short. Right, and he pulls out the blasters and just starts like laying down like a bunch of shots, and he manages to clip one of them. Cool advantage. Uh, gonna pass a blue to Maharo. Awesome. Okay, poor Maharo, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> ah, Rodian blood all over the ground, blaster fire everywhere. Uh, fumbles around and manages to pull his gun out. This is his only second fight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna do a fear check maybe okay nah I, I think I'm just gonna give him a black <laughs> to his his <laughs> next attack so he's just going to try to shoot oh, somebody oh it's because it's because you know how uh, they say that like before they shoot a scene in like movies uh-huh. and they're using the, their guns they shoot their blanks a bunch of times so that they don't flinch uh yeah mm-hmm. it's like that he's not used to the the not flinching yet nice yes that's perfect so let's see his range light is a yellow and a green and two blues because this is the gun that shoots itself uh also I gave him a blue yeah one extra blue from the advantage one extra blue for aiming (laughs) one black for the panic and one purple for the range so yellow green four blue one purple one black (laughs) oh boy (laughs) uh that's uh three successes five advantages (laughs) Uh, just as a reminder, this is a blaster with pierce. <laughs> <laughs> so that's nine damage, pierce two. Um, I guess he's just shooting the minions though, so I'm not even using soak rules on them. Uh, so this is going to be, he shoots two more, uh, they both go down. I have a ton of advantages, what do you want to use- oh, I know what I would think we should use them for. What? Um. Inside cut to inside the club, they are playing the latest jam, um, Blaster Down Boogie, <laughs> which has okay, that's a, a perfect. ton of blaster sound effects yep. in it. Yep, that's Most the one. Nobody notices so far. So I'm going to use all five advantages for that aspect. Of it. We now go to Porcini himself. Oh, but also, I mean. To go with it, they also had, like, the lights sync up to look like laser bolts, and they started using, like, the fog machine. Oh, yeah. In the club. Not, not where they are outside, but... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <sighs> okay, so the issue with uh, Porcini here is that the weapon he has is a riot gun, which is ranged heavy, <laughs> and it's got auto fire, so my sense is that I don't think he can use it with only one hand. I think it's too heavy. I think that's the rule, isn't it? Well, it would be if for a really, really big one, it would probably be a weapon with encumbrance on it. Mm. And this doesn't have that. But I'm still just saying I don't think it makes sense considering his arm is almost falling off. Although I guess I could just impose the one purple. But he's also uh, four inches away from the Mandalorian with a sword. So he's going to (laughs) pull his truncheon instead. (laughs) And try to fight him in melee. So that's going to be uh, her, yeah. Fight her in melee. That's going to be a two yellow and a green. Now it's normally two purple for melee, three purple because of the injury. She has defensive one on that sword, so that's one black. Does what armor does she have? Does it have any defense on that? No. Oh, wait, maybe I have defense one. Why is it defensive one? Oh yes, she does have Mandalorian armor. I forgot. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So the final roll is uh, two yellow green versus three purple, two black. Oh, success and a threat. What's the damage on it? Uh, it's not much. <laughs> Against <That's>, Mandalorian armor. <laughs> yeah, that's six damage total. Your soak is seven. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so he pulls it, basically swats her in the side of the torso. <laughs> Nothing happens. Back to the top of the order. Gonna flip a light side point so that she can use her power. Here we go. And she's just gonna force punch him. (laughs) So it's gonna be a discipline check. You wanna roll this for me? Sure. Uh, I think it's an easy one. So it's a two yellow against one purple. Okay. Two success and an advantage. Okay, so her force punch varies kind of depending on how much energy she's received. Mm-hmm. uh she did get shot by four blasters so I'm what say, was the damage what was the damage from the blasters without any soak or defense um that would have been seven so about seven points of damage worth of of energy <laughs> yeah that's basically how i'm kind of rating it yeah um so for every energy for blasters specifically for every point of damage she would have received she can now deal out in force. <laughs> 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 so this is going to be uh, 7 plus 2 damage um, with 1 advantage and I think at, yeah I think I'm just going to ahead and let that be enough to take him out The so woof, boom the invisible hand of the force comes whipping out of her body, impacts him right in the solar plexus in an upward motion, he arches over completely losing all the breath in his lungs He falls to one side, tries to catch himself with his mostly severed arm. The weight is enough to kind of push it even further out of place. And he falls to the ground in like a heaping screaming pile of pain. Uh, Actually, there's not a lot of screaming going on. I think he's blacking out. (laughs) Um, And since that is her maneuver. (laughs) Chop him up. Okay, so too strained for her to move to engage with the next person Mm -hmm. and then it's uh, roll this for me, three yellow and a green against two purple Uh, three success and an advantage yeah, so slice, slice, boo! last guy goes down she does a cool spin with the sword, get most of the blood off of it, wipes part of it with uh, her costumed thing and then slides it back into place well that was fun I feel a lot better now I can't believe Whew. Maharo got more kills than me. Oh, this gun kind of shoots itself. <laughs> it's a little scary, to be honest. Maybe I should start using the stun mode. Uh, probably. I guess. Sometimes? Now I'm going to get some answers out of this guy. She walks over, kicks him in the shoulder so he's on his back, <laughs> puts his puts her boot right on his wounded <laughs> arm. Hey, quick question. mm mm-hmm. uh, Does Josa have a... Uh, Emotional strength and weakness? Indeed she does. What's she got? Bravery or anger? <laughs> Perfect. You know, this sword really could... You know, the problem with this sword is it's so sharp, you barely even feel it when it gets you. And She leans a little bit harder on her boot. But if we really want to make this painful, I got some ideas. Ugh, what are you... I knew it. Bella put you all up to this, didn't she? Oh, God, no. she's gonna have me killed. Come on, I I told you the truth last time, okay? The only reason why she took off is because I shot Porta, okay? Yeah, now you're gonna shoot me, too. Well, it was a stun bolt, okay? Yeah, I'm Man. sure. Just like she used a stun sword. What? No, I stunned Porta. Do you think Bella would have let me walk off if I had killed Porta? I don't know. You should. Do you see why I try not to talk to these people? It's exhausting. (laughs) It is exhausting. You know what? I'm going to let Joseph do her thing. I'm going to sit here and wait. (laughs) Or we could just take his little doohickeys. Yeah, take the doohickeys. No, I'll take the doohickeys. Oh, I wanted to take the doohickeys. I'll give you the doohickeys. I don't trust you with rummaging and swiping off of people. All right, fair. Plus, worst case scenario, he's going to grab you and hold you hostage. Hey, I at least have a gun that can point in, right in his wound <laughs> while I'm rummaging. Oh, don't worry. He's not going to be moving anywhere. All right. You take so, the the gauntlets and the little head visor thing. Yep. Pick the head visor off the floor. Swipe his gauntlets. Jose gives him a solid kick in the head to knock him out. All right. um, Mahara, you're a little bit more tech savvy, aren't you? Yes. What's his uh, actual intellect, though? Yeah, so his computer skill is three green. Oh, it's the exact same as Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> He's still going to give it to him anyway. <laughs> what do we do with the bodies? Throw them over the edge? I mean, the dead ones, yeah. Probably not the live guy. He starts throwing the dead rhodians over the edge. You <laughs> <laughs> should probably lock him up somewhere, though, huh? Uh, isn't he going to bleed out if we just leave him there? I don't know. I'm not a medic. Joseph, you seem more uh, involved in these things. Uh let's see. She will do a medicine check. <laughs> uh two green. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was just checking her xenology, which is not any better. Uh two green, I don't know, two purple, two threats. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> All right, works for me. Funny <laughs> enough, Kaz would have actually been better hurt than her in both medicine and xenology because they're both <laughs> intellect of three. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think these are locked, so I don't think he has to slice into them because they are security gauntlets. Yeah. Um, and Maharo just kind of t- taps around and goes, "Oh, cool! Basically, these can open every door. Nice. Can you do something about the security feed heading up to the uh, trophy? Oh, yeah, totally. Two green, <laughs> three purple, and a black. Cause I thought not... he was three green. Oh, you're right. Three green, three purple, one black. Success and advantage. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> Oh, right, hey, I did it. I mean, I did it. <laughs> Wait, what was that the first time? <laughs> Nothing. I got it. It's cool. Perfect. So they start heading toward one of the surreptitious side stairways that Kaz learned in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Cut back to Click, Jinko. They are, where are they? They've already been, gone through some part of their plan. Where are they? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, okay. I got it. There's a confused-looking Gamorian guard. I've never heard of this before. What do you mean, you haven't heard of the Boonta Eve Eve Inspe- Trophy trophy Ritual? How <laughs> long have you been working here? Uh, all my life. No way. What are you, two? Uh, no. <laughs> Behind click uh jinko is draped in probably what was once a tablecloth <laughs> but it looks like he's wearing like a priest robe you <laughs> <laughs> um, he never heard of bunta eve priest before look the sarlacc pit is going to be very upset if we don't perform this okay if you want it to crawl out of its hole uh, no 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 it's gonna crawl out of its hole eat every so then eat the entire crowd and then probably you uh, mm, most definitely you. You look kind of delicious. Okay, okay. Uh, be quick, please. It's the only way I know how to do this. Door opens up. Jinko gives him like an awkward bow and flutters in behind you. You all enter in to see uh, Kaz, Maharo, and Joza are just walking in through the other door. Hey, Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mister Click! How'd you get here? Through the front. How'd you get in here? Um, security detail You got their gloves that let us open the door. I used yeah. my sword. Ugh. What? Did it was kill? faster than all that talking you were doing. How many people did you kill? Me? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, How? No wait. G- I got give one. Me a- give me a group total here, okay? A four. <laughs> Okay, okay. Were any of them any of the adopted children of the hut? Oh, no, he's fine. I just almost slice off his arm. Okay. Gonna pretend I didn't hear that part. The rest of that, good and good news. But, um, what the criff are you doing here? We getting the, the transmission beacon thing. Who told you to do that? Well, no one did. I just saw an opportunity. We had to do it, right? Uh, I guess. Should have cleared it with me first, though. Hey, where's my Aunt Keith? Is she still around? Eh? No, she left. What? She left. Look, we'll, we'll tell you later it's complicated, but uh, you're Look, fine. You're with us now. You're my new ward. <laughs> she just went to go take care of something else. Okay, let's get this thing and get out of here, huh? If it makes we... you feel better. Not, not now, Jinko. I'm pontificating. Now, Jinko is going to, while he's doing this, go over and try to get the thing out of the trophy. Now, if it makes you feel better, she's with our Jedi. (laughs) Jedi? Oh, you mean the the Miri Allen? Yeah. She's a Jedi. So, safer than she's ever been. (laughs) Got (laughs) it. So Jinko rolled <laughs> uh, Skullduggery with a blue because the security systems are basically under Maharo's control right now. And it was against three purple for hard difficulty. You got two Shh. successes, one, th- uh, one advantage. That was an easy one. Yeah, easy for me. <laughs> you know what? Later, I'm going to put this back. Oh, I wish I could take the whole trophy. Then I could put it back in. You can practice on the Spice Wolf. Mm. Look, take the whole trophy. Doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. (laughs) He picks it up, tosses it to Cass. Take the trophy. (laughs) fact of the matter is, someone's going to be pissed off anyway. We might as well make a big scene out of it. That way, at least no one thinks it's us stealing the thing for the transmitter, right? Oh, I get it. You'll think that somebody came to take the trophy. And why would you want to take the trophy? Because you already got like three of these, right? At least. Yeah. Oh, you're very savvy, Mr. Click. I like it. I've become more cunning over the years. <laughs> is this where we do one of your famous daring escapes? Mm, no, this is where we do one of Tazi's quiet, shifting out of the room escapes. <laughs> but it starts like this. He opens the door that they walked in from. He pulls out his blaster and he stuns the back of the Gamorian's head. <laughs> All right, now we can go. <laughs> Kaz, you feel a fuser. Ah, Criff. Sing. Whoa, 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 don't stop anybody yet. What Do you, are you it's Diamond? What are you doing, kid? It's, uh, another fuser. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, um, I also think I found the one that killed the, uh, the, the old, uh, fuzzy guy. Um, I forget the, his name. The boffin? Yeah. But I forget Ooh. his name. Uh, remember the ice stuff? Oh, they're here? Yeah, it's, uh, the the blue Twi'lek? um, her name's Diamond, I think. I'm pretty sure it's her. Okay, well let's get out of here. Oh 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 oh! I got it! I got it! Mahara was like tapping through the security things. Perfect brute. Come on, follow me. Eh, why not? <laughs> uh, what did you? What, what are you going to do? Just walk out. Eh. We didn't do that much to get in. <laughs> this is very true. So you're but this is more <laughs> this is more exciting. It makes for a much better story later. <laughs> So you're going through the the side channels, um, down through a dark stairwell, into more maintenance tunnels. Um and was like, While well, you guys are walking into a very large um, looks like the climate control area. Well, I don't oh, know. Oh nice. You're like you're the HVAC guy. It's like where they have all the units that would, you know, process all the air. Well, I mean, the things that process the air are near the places that they're working uh unless you're talking about like a chiller plant yeah there you go that's a great word for it a chiller plant and uh you guys are walking through this and he goes i can't believe this route was highlighted on the on the security gauntlet uh why was it highlighted <laughs> boom 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 flipping a dark side point both the exit you just went through and the door ahead is completely locked down thanks for coming down to the area where there's a bunch of ice and water in the air this is gonna make killing you a lot easier why would you kill us the blue Twilic diamond drops down from the ceiling. Because I can't let you walk away with that transmitter. End of episode. So did I do anything that surprised you? Um well, click is a whole lot smoother than he used to be. Yeah. I mean he's like I said, he's he's a He's playing politics for a long time now. Yeah, it's a very great character progression. I'm impressed. <laughs> very impressed. Thank you. Did it surprise you that I had Kaz just blatantly admit all the stuff that he did? Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, this is what I did. Aren't we Aren't we just being... It's sort of nice because he, he was so scummy last episode, and then it's like, now he's going to be sweet about it because like, oh, now we're friends. We made a deal. So let me just tell you all, all my secrets. Yeah, it just shows how green he still is. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> like early click like he'd be like yeah I shot him why <laughs> <laughs> there is still that there are still Chadra fan when it all is said and done yeah well hey I hope you all enjoyed that there at home uh, if you want more information about anything you can always find all the info on the twitter that's at Zero chris that's s-i-l-z-e-r-o and I'm at Zero matt that's s-i-l-z-e-r-o m-a-t-t Patreon.com slash Sill Zero, coffee.com slash Zero, um, Zero Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, my personal Twitter is at ingdaydreams. Do we sell them a website? We do. Uh, it's changed. What? Yeah. I wasn't going to mention it, but now you made me mention it. It's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the actual address is now SillZeroMedia.com Zero Media.com instead of SillZeroPodcast. Zero Podcast. And I'm, redesigning it, but it's not redesigned yet, so unless it is redesigned by the time this episode comes out. Ooh, black text in front of a black background. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new ARG website. Uh, everything will be in code and ciphers. <laughs> You're going to have to find an old uh, translation card from the Indiana Jones Disney ride card that I got in uh, the eighth grade. So 1996 <laughs> or seven. And uh, you're going to have to find a copy of that to translate the information on the website. And that'll do the first half. The second half is um, I found a seagull and I tied my Vigenère square to it. Um, so if you find my, that bird. <laughs> 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 You can take my uh square and use that. Yeah. So any uh, any seagulls in the uh, Southern California area? I'm not sure how far a seagull migrates. So might know, even be dead. All Who of, knows all of those seagulls are fair game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you still zero media is the website for now, um, and it'll make more sense in time. But until then, um, I guess that's it. May the force be with you. End of episode. Can you also just say the word Kaz, like Kaz, Kaz? Thanks, because you said like I'm just gonna slice it in. Oh, dang it! You're not gonna do that at all. This whole part's gonna stay in. This time part? You say no, this part's gonna go at the end of the episode, <laughs> <in> the blooper. <laughs> Every time you say you're gonna cut something, you never do. There are episodes after it still go insert name here (laughs) yeah well look whatever is most entertaining for the audience is what we get